I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSCs at Tab. And he comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Sam Darnold. Though, that little comment there from uh, Johnny, you know, I was all excited about the 100th anniversary of the NFL. I went out and dug up my Jets jersey. I went and put my little Jet flag out on my house, all proud that the Jets were undefeated to start the season. And then, of course, what did they do? They lost. (laughs) (laughs) And Darnold's got mono. (laughs) You just can't make it up. As a Jet fan, though, actually, you can make it up as a Jet fan. So, we, you know, it's like pretty much par for the course. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Actually, I use the word fan kind of weirdly as a Jet fan. You really can't be a fan. It's almost like a glutton for punishment, really. You can't really cheer a team on like that. But uh, we're here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And speaking of concerns, so, you know... Here in Connecticut, right, I was listening to the news the past couple days, and uh, everyone's talking about the big surprise that uh, we have a new grocery tax, right? Somehow, it's all confusing. Uh, We don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, rotisserie chickens are going to cost 7.3% more. You know, everyone, in the old days, right, Bob, the politicians would say, a chicken in every pot. Here in Connecticut is, well, you can have that, but it's going to cost you seven and a half, three, seven and three quarters percent more. 7.35%. Exactly. Which so, is actually equal to the luxury tax. A luxury tax on so your rotisserie chicken. A luxury chicken. tax on your, on your groceries. Just so that we can make sure those UConn professors get those quarter million dollar pensions. We've got to make sure that we cover those guys. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because it sounded like everyone was so surprised where the, the Department of you know, uh, Treasury and the, our, our taxing folks are trying to figure out what the legislature meant. Now, if our legislature can't make it clear enough to know how to tax chickens, why would you think legislatures could do anything with technology? Right? We've talked about this before. we got to stop hiring these ding-dongs if they can't figure out how to tax a chicken. No, wait a minute. You mean to tell me they wrote legislations and they didn't read their own legislation? <laughs> they probably didn't even write them. <laughs> But the reason I bring this up is because I've told you for quite a while that my I have a prediction that some state, probably California, here, heck, here in Connecticut, who knows, some state legislature is going to break the internet for us. They're going to write some law that's going to say, oh, wait a minute, because of that law, turn off the internet. And I bring this up because the guys in California and gals are breaking the gig economy. They are going to try to force Uber and Lyft to turn the drivers who have chosen to drive a car, not for Uber and Lyft, but because of Uber and Lyft, all right? They want to force them to be employees. The moment that happens, the model 
the disruptive model that Uber and Lyft brought into the economy is going to be broken. Because you, now you start paying people minimum wage plus plus benefits, plus, 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 plus taxes, plus withdrawal, whatever they're going to do here. Plus vacation days. <laughs> yeah, sick days. Sick mandatory days, sick mandatory, leave. Mandatory, yeah. <laughs> mandatory whole, pensions. You're right. The whole, the whole model is going to fall apart. And again, this is in the Silicon Valley state. This is where IT is. They're going to break. You want to send your kid to STEM. You should ask yourself, why would you do that? Because these dinglings are going to destroy the industries that STEM is all about, right? Science, technology, and math. These, these, these. There's tons of geeks programming for these apps, and California is going to break the whole company. Hmm. And so, look, you might you might be out there, yeah, Eric, but those guys they're they're due their due, you know, they're due to get paid, you know, a fair whatever. Fine, they have chosen, they have chosen to take their vehicle. And turn it into a money-making machine. Of what value, of what percentage is really up to that person who chose to say, I'm going to go ahead and use this app so that it allows for easy billing. Somebody needs a ride. I've got a car. I've got an app here that makes the billing process simple. That's all it is. Imagine, if you, if you just think about all Uber's done is allowed people to be connected. The passenger who needs the ride and the guy who has the vehicle or gal who wants to drive that passenger around. All the app is is a billing tool. You could equate this to a pizza shop, right? The pizza shop wants to collect money on your credit card. Does that mean the merchant services makes the pizza shop their employee because they allow the credit card to hack actually process? No. We all agree no. Somehow that's okay. We know, of course, the pizza shop is not an employee of MasterCard. Well, why is Uber, when they allow for the transaction to occur, make the, the drivers... They're employees. It doesn't make any sense. These drivers can drive whenever they want. They can drive when, however they want. They can take a break whenever they want. They are their own independent contractors. And the government of California, they're there to help, are going to pretty much put those Uber drivers out of work. Well, you know the old saying. Yeah, I know. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. And then you think about it back here in Connecticut. We can't figure out how to tax a chicken. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> well, they're all confused about it and surprised, and everyone's they're not surprised. Everyone's up in arms. Yeah, you know what? You're not going to tell me these legislators didn't read the stupid bills that they voted <laughs> nah, for. They don't, and they don't know what they're doing. And, and they that's don't my, care. That's my point. The, 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 the ding dongs in California are probably just some bill away from breaking the internet in California. Well, you know what? They get paid. They have benefits. They don't have to worry because yeah. all they have to do. Is raise taxes and get more money for get us. more money. So I'll put this out here for you guys. It's 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 important to think about this. I don't care where you stand on whether or not someone should be paid fairly or not. This person chose chose to be a driver. Nobody forced them to do it. They were told what they were going to make, and they don't have to continue to be a driver. They can quit instantly, not use it at all. For California to say we must make them, you must make them employees, give them a minimum wage, give them benefits. I'm sorry, guys. You're crazy. You're kooky. You're gonna. You're. I was listening to some story on. Uh, I think NPR had a, a headline. Why do we keep having disruptive uh, re- replacement approaches to business? Why don't we just work on making them better, making the existing ones better? Well, it's because of this. You guys break everything. Any kind of disruptive improvement on technology, you look at any legislature, they'll come in and break it. And here's a great example. We're not getting enough taxes from these guys. We got to figure out how to save them from Uber and Lyft. Stop. Stop. You guys are not helping. Period.
I'll put a link up here for you on uh, computertalkwithtab.com. It's an Ars Technica article about this whole thing. And I'm going to predict that Uber is going to flip the switch and say, well, because you're not driving in California. <laughs> and then a lot of people in California who rely on Uber and Lyft are going to be out of a ride. So and it's going to cost a lot more. So what else you got, Bob? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you ever go to McDonald's? I happened to do that this morning. Yeah. Hopefully my wife's not listening. Okay. Well, <laughs> you might be talking to robots at McDonald's. In the future? through soon. Oh, boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fast food restaurant is adding artificial intelligence to its ordering process. Ah. Next time you order a Big Mac, ask yourself if you're talking to a robot or a human. Mm. McDonald's this week took a step toward automating how it handles your order when it acquired artificial intelligence company Apprente. Oh, neat. The Silicon Valley-based startup was founded in 2017 to create voice-based platforms for complex, multilingual, multi-accent, and multi-item conversational ordering, Nice. which McDonald's plans to incorporate in its drive throughs initially. The system has already been tested at a few restaurants, so maybe... You've been talking to robots about <laughs> McFlurries. I love it. McDonald's said it uh, hopes to add the technology to its mobile ordering kiosks also. Wow. Apprentice gifted team and the technology they have developed will form McD Tech Labs, a new group integrated into our global technology team that will take our culture of innovation one step further. Steve Easterbrook, McDonald's president and CEO, said in a release, the fast food giant previously acquired Dynamic Yield, a machine learning company whose decision logic technology subtly, 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 S-U-B-T-L-Y, not easy for me to say. (laughs) Yeah. Tweaks menu displays based on outside factors like the time of day, weather, and traffic, as well as suggesting suggesting extra stuff for you to add to your order. So basically, machines will push you to get fries and a large Coke. Do you want fries or that? It's going to be automated. Yep. (laughs) It also invested in mobile app maker Plexure to work on its global mobile app. So just think about all the great geeks that are going to be involved in, in fast food. You know, you're not going to have folks that are making minimum wage. Those guys are going to be replaced. However, you're going to have geeks involved that are going to be making six figures to make so sure that artificial intelligence. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to actually have a nice. Do you want fries with that? <laughs> quick, efficient technology. Now, we do a lot of voice recognition when you're on the phone with big insurance companies or what have you, right? You know say one for the next one or say two and half the time they can't understand what you're saying so hopefully this artificial intelligence is going to be effective obviously mcdonald's wouldn't put it in if it wasn't going to be effective because who wants to have a big line at the drive through but it's going to replace minimum wage workers sorry guys uh with uh geeks it workers um so yeah, but you know what one it worker is going to replace about a hundred or maybe a thousand minimum wage oh, workers. i know i know well, I mean, again, if you that's... look at the number of McDonald's stores there are worldwide, yeah, you know, and with drive-throughs, they all have drive-throughs, right? So I want to thank the uh, legislatures for, of course, making that happen for everybody, because the more you make the cost of somebody saying, "Do you want fries or that too high?" It's going to be automated. That's that's what happens. Simple as that. You make it more expensive, you make it more scarce. It's just how economics works. Unless you mandate that they have to hire X number of people, which <laughs> wouldn't put it past them to do. <laughs> if you have a brick-and-mortar building with four walls and an M over it, you must hire 50 people. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be coming. They're just going to be putting people out of business, yeah, companies yeah. out of business. They don't care. 
I know. Anything else you want to bring? Oh, we got to step out for a break. So we'll step out for a break here, guys, and get to your calls. Three lines open on this Saturday morning. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I want to hear what you think about this Uber and Lyft debacle in California where they're making Uber and Lyft treat their drivers as employees. What do you think about that? What's your opinion on that? I'd love to get your your your, your take on it as well if you want to call in with that as well. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Three lines open. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. What's your opinion on this? Do you think California is doing the right thing by forcing Uber and Lyft to treat their gig economy employee, employees, gig economy folks who use their app to simply allow for the transaction to occur between a, a rider and a ride to become employees? I'll bet you a nickel there's some lobbyist group for somebody somewhere that's you know being paid oh, yeah. to promote this with the politicians. So well, what's your what's your opinion on this? But let's go to your calls and believe it or not, the first call is from North Carolina. We're going to go to Karen out there. What's going on, Karen? Hi guys, how are Hi. you today? Good, how are you? Good. I, I don't have a, an opinion about the uh, the Lyft and Uber drivers, but I did enjoy the story about the rotisserie chicken. Thing. <laughs> well, you're down in California. You're probably not paying seven point three percent more for your chickens, are you? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's why all of us are going to be heading your way. That's eventually. a luxury, you know. <laughs> it's true. It's crazy. Uh, okay, I hope I have a question and a, and a problem. Actually, I hope it's easy because I listen often. Yeah. Um, I I have been. I got two messages, um, mm-hmm. and it froze my computer. Both were uh, red screens. It said Mozilla Firefox caught a critical error, mm-hmm. and I was locked out. It just it pulled up a tab um, on its own, and then I was locked out, and I just um, powered down the machine. In, in the first situation, this happened twice. The first time was contact Microsoft with a phone number, which right. was bogus. Right. The second time, a few days later, was Microsoft, which is a different number. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded and purchased Malwarebytes. I ran a scan yesterday. I can't find anything, and right. I and I'm sure that it's not real. But how right. do I get rid of these things if I can? You should be able to clear your cache. Okay. So most likely, it's some sort of browser hijack or ca- something in your cache that's you know ringing up when you go ahead and surf okay. uh, this warning message. Also, are you are you uh, running OpenDNS? I am not. Well, you should configure that too while you're doing your security improvements and you're thinking security. So go to our website at computertalkwithtab.com. And uh, there's always links or archive links about how to configure OpenDNS. It's a, it's a much safer way for you to be surfing on the Internet as well, and it'll lessen the chances of these browser cache uh, tricks to even get to your system. I think I know how, it, how they found me. Um, I was looking for some mail, email that I should have gotten, and I found... Uh, this message in my spam folder, I should have been smarter, and it said, uh, we know your passwords, and it was, the on the email was part of my sign-in password. Yes, that's a trick, too. Yeah, and, and I know that, and I opened it only to print it off, mm-hmm. and then I deleted it, and I'm sure that put me on the list that said we have a potential 
No. But no, that's, okay. Yeah, that's a phishing scheme to try to get you to extort. It, it's extortion. It's an extortion email. They're trying to take your money. Right. So if you, only if you had responded to them and interacted with them is yeah. that a risk. Opening that message probably didn't do anything. If oh, that okay. is currently a, a uh, if that's a current email or uh, password that you're using anywhere, go change it immediately. I, change it. Yeah, I I did. They got part of the password. So it may have been limited in the number of characters, but mine go out to 13 and 14 characters. Oh, nice. Yeah, don't use the same password on all your accounts either. Yeah, I don't, and I do write them down. Oh, good. Yeah. They, they, most likely they just found you found one of the breaches, right? So well, Yahoo was breached with a billion this users. This is a worldwide thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You're extorting people and just ignore them, delete them. Yeah. So it's not my IP address, which was my nope. fear. It's it's my cache. Okay. Yeah, you you surfed somewhere, and that's why I'm saying you, you, with uh, OpenDNS configured, you'll have less chance of surfing places that are malicious that'll deliver the malware to your browser or whatever your wherever it's going to try to deliver it. And so, because you're not using that tool, you're more vulnerable than you should be. Okay. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Enjoy your tax-free chickens. <laughs> I will. Thank you. All right, Karen. Bye. 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 Yeah, I just you think back. We got until October first. <laughs> yeah, but you just think back. You know, the old politicians used to say, "Hey, a chicken in every pot." Here in Connecticut, it's going to cost keep you all buying a whole lot those more. chickens because we're going to tax you to the oh, luxury rate. <laughs> a luxury tax on patisserie chickens. I mean, you don't even know. I mean, well, any food that's ready to eat. Yes, a bagel, yeah. a muffin. Well, they said if you buy less than a. Less than a half a dozen. If you buy five, it's going to be taxed. If you buy six, it's not going to be taxed. <laughs> I mean, there's it's it's all this crazy. stupid little stuff in there. Ah, welcome Devils to Connecticut. The details. Let's go to Joe in Connecticut. You got a, uh, a comment on Uber and what's going to happen with them, Joe? Yes, good morning. morning. Uh, first off, I appreciate your show. Some very helpful information. Thanks. Um, regarding this issue, there is a deeper uh, thing you have to remember, is that is a level of liability. And Uber or Uber, I don't know how you people want to pronounce it. I'm Uber. always made fun of so yeah. some of that Uber. Uh, they are in the transaction uh, yes. as a director. They're a director. Um, that's the the courts are starting to rule on this. And one analogy that I would ask you to look at. Yeah. Uh, there are some recent a- articles about Amazon having taken over their own distribution mm-hmm. away from FedEx and UPS. Mm-hmm. And there's a rising percentage of deliveries being handled by subcontracted people in vans riding around with cell phone uh, GPS yeah. making these deliveries. Sure. There has been a number of deaths, injuries, and property damage by these drivers, mm-hmm. and some courts have ruled that Amazon does not have liability. Well, so, Joe, um, I hear you on that. Now, I'm going to give you a second um, analogy to consider. When I was a kid, I was a paper boy for the Hartford Current, driving right. around, delivering papers. Do you think the Current made me an employee, sir? Okay, first thing is you were a minor. Oh, of course, so they're exploiting uh, child labor laws, but we won't even go there. No, <laughs> minors- Minors in 99% of situations cannot be held to contractual agreements. Well, there's also plenty of older kids that were delivering papers, but if you want to use that, fine. Let's assume I was 18 years old. Would I be an employee delivering newspapers for the Hartford Current? Are they directing you? Of course they are. They're telling me where to go, which people to go deliver the paper okay. to. Of course they were. But of course, that's, okay. that's, it's, it's, that's a silly thing, okay. right? Well, wait, hold off a second. Yeah. Then, then it's a case 
of an individual basis to be ruled by the courts, whether the actions of the person that's directed had a bona fide contention to be awarded damages to the party that was aggrieved. But remember, I'm an independent contractor. I'm not an, an employee of the current. I'm the one that actually had to buy the papers sell them well, to my customers the that they were directing me to Correct. sell them to and give them the difference. I and mean, talk about... You're not, that's, you're not an independent contractor. You're a dependent contractor. Well, because your only contracting is through one source. If you were delivering five newspapers... I'd have six paper routes. <laughs> I had six paper but routes. I, but so if you're a paper boy and you commit property damage... Yeah. Are they going to go after the current? You could. No. Court would have to rule whether or not the direction of the Hartford Current. For example, if the Hartford Current. Hey, Joe, I got. I got to go. I got to go on a hard break. Do you want to hold over? I can. All right, sure. Hang on. We're going to hold on with Joe. Talk a little more about this. We have one line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. we got one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We're on with Joe before we came against the hard break. Sorry, Joe, I didn't want to lose you there, so I want, you want to finish your point. So that's okay. Generally speaking, I do agree with you about the infringement of business by government, and it's overreaching in many areas. Yeah. But rather than be broad-based, we have to think of particulars. And, and the example of a newspaper carrier... For example, if if they tell a boy that you must deliver on the second porch and you must put it inside the screen door, they do. And the child and the child is, uh, say, damaged by an animal or injures himself. Mm -hmm. Then, in that case, they're directing specific activity, Mm -hmm. so they might possibly be ruled as being involved. And making an employee out of somebody just helps the courts define exactly where the limits of liability are. It's a little easier for them to determine the actions and directions of the people that are behind the scenes and it gives a little bit more credence to the fact that people should have some responsibility for their product that ends up on the shelf or being delivered yeah. and and i understand it it could be overboard they you know but basically it's the greater good you have to look at the number of people that can be and will be damaged by Children that are delivering newspapers are not driving vehicles. They're not able to do the damages that uh, someone in a car directing uh, and delivering packages or taking people on rides are capable of doing. So I, I agree with you. You're yeah. right. It's, it's a little overboard, but we have to look deeper than that and say, what is the ramifications of not having an employee just having an open field of saying, you know, there are times when an independent contractor does not have any liability. For example, a sports official, mm-hmm. a high school sports official, for example, goes out and calls a game and then someone gets injured. You say, I'm going to sue that official because they were negligent. Well, there's yet to be a court ruling that will hold a sports official uh, you know, liable for damage got, unless there was an egregious situation. So I, there's one indication. Mm. For you. I, got, I got news for you. When I was a sports official, I had to have liability insurance. And the other I thing, I understand. I was a sports official for twenty years. Right. So it sounds like Joe, you're more worried about who who you're going to sue. And I can tell you too. I mean, if you look at your car insurance, the insurance companies are asking now: Are you using your vehicle for a gig economy style thing? Correct. 
And that way, the insurance companies, rather than the, 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 the people making it possible for you to actually have a way to make money being the target, it's the insurance companies who have to adjust their liability because I'm driving my vehicle, right? So that's right. really where the liability ends. Right. Uber has nothing to do with that. Right. But the insurance companies cannot direct their limits of liability without directions by the courts and the legislature. That whatever they do it will eventually come back in their hands after a situation. Uh, it's not, you, you're misconstruing it. I'm not worried about who to sue. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about those that are damaged. I could give you uh, a New York Times website that did a, a New York Times article that did an in-depth study of the Amazon uh, situation, yeah. and you will see people that got killed and their families are left with no course of action. None. They're wiped out, and Amazon says sorry, and the court says, well... They, well, you can uh, sue the driver. Do? You can sue the driver who is the responsible and, party. Okay. Amazon is not responsible for the drivers uh, okay, yes, making the air. We all know what happens to in a lot of cases when someone is involved in an auto accident. If the car is or truck is registered in a state where there is no liability coverage needed, like New Hampshire, there is no minimum. So if I have my van registered in New Hampshire and I'm out doing... Well, that's a problem for New Hampshire, not a problem for Amazon. That's a problem for the legislature in, Am- in New Hampshire. Austin, if, I have new, 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 if I have New Hampshire plates and I'm working for a subcontractor of a subcontractor and making deliveries in Boston and I kill someone, mm-hmm. who's liable? You. You killed somebody. Okay. And I have no insurance. So where does the family go for... Well, you shouldn't have been allowed on the road. Didn't that happen recently where the guy was allowed on the road because of uh, malpractice on the Massachusetts side as far as... The guy's license. I mean, that's all yeah, malpractice by the government. Situation. Yeah, but it's all it's all government malpractice, not not the company who made it possible for the guy to do oh, the wait. job. There is, there is no malpractice in having a New Hampshire vehicle driving in the state of Massachusetts. No, but you and should be insured. Law. You should be insured, and that's up to no, New Hampshire. No liability insurance for New Hampshire. That's there's their no problem, problem, not Amazon's problem. If you travel in Connecticut and you don't have insurance, whether you're out of state or not. You're breaking the law in Connecticut. Exactly. So, Joe, I appreciate your call and appreciate your feedback very much. Um, but that's a government failure, not the company's failure. It's the failure of government to not require insurance. Uh, and then uh, the, the company's making it possible for you to do a job. Again, me as a paper boy, I was more of an employee of the Hartford Current as a paper boy than an Uber driver is for Uber. Uh, let's go to Bob and Waterbreak quickly for this more discussion. Hey, Bob. Good morning, guys. I love your show. Thanks. Um, this is kind of not the Uber thing, but I think, yeah, they should just leave them alone. Mm-hmm. They're driving their own cars. But uh, in Oregon, um, they did the $15 minimum wage thing and everything, yeah. and all the supermarkets and everything did what any store would do. They started putting self-checkout lanes. Right. You know, because they just can't afford it. But now they're going to force now them. The same pe- yeah. Now the same people that were going for the $15 minimum wage are going to pass a law that you can only have two self-checkout lanes. Exactly. They're going to limit this, the, the automation. Yeah. Right. I mean, so these are the same people that were, they knew that the $15 minimum wage was going to do this. Right. And now they're trying to circumvent their own law. I know. You can't make it up, Bob. <laughs> you can't make it up. No. Uh, Seattle had the $15 minimum wage, and all the companies went one foot out of Seattle. Exactly. You know? it, it's so. The technology is going to always try to move forward as long as there's a legislator yeah. in front of it to stop it. Uh, you have to let the economy drive the wages the, the government should one uh, of the three things are supposed collect taxes protect us from armies and one other thing but they just shouldn't be involved in economics 
Well, they don't. None of them went to school for economics. I appreciate your call, <laughs> Bob. Sure. All right. All right. Thank you. You got it. Yeah. If they did go to school for economics, we'd be in a much better boat. Let's go on to Patrick, who's got a question about Webroot. What's going on, Patrick? Uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, question: I uh, just bought a new uh, Dell desktop. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of the few people, I guess, using desktops anymore. No, desktops uh, are very popular still. Okay, um, and it came with Webroot. Oh, great! Uh, on my on my old desktop, I had uh, Malware Bytes Premium, mm-hmm. uh, and I know you guys recommended that uh, a couple of years ago. I was listening to you, and I yeah. installed that in my old one. Sure. So, is there is there any? Does one have an advantage over the other, or no? I would stick with Webroot. Um, I sure. use I use Malware Bytes only if there's a, re- a remediation need, meaning I've been infected or something, which I haven't because I've got the tools I've recommended in the first place. But if I ever did get okay. impacted, I would recommend Malwarebytes as a remediation tool. Um, okay. Web- Webroot is a great antivirus package. So you're going to get it probably free for X number of days with your with your, your computer, and then you're going to have to pay for it. And it's going to be roughly 2 to $3 a month. Okay. Or you can All probably right. buy it annually. But I recommend it. It's a good good tool, Patrick. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Love the show. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. So, yeah, as we wait for more calls coming in here, um, you know, California uh, is going to save the Uber drivers and Lyft drivers by making them employees. And, of course, that breaks the model. Uber is having a hard enough time uh, existing within the model they have. They're, and I, I'm no fan. I'm not even – I don't own any stock in Uber. I don't even – I don't care if they live or, or die as far as a company. I don't care. The point is it's a gig economy technology. All they've done is given them an app. When I was a paper boy, the current said, Eric, you got to make sure – got to buy all the papers from us. Okay. Oh, and by the way, you have to go and deliver the papers at this specific time to these specific people. Okay. And you got to go out and collect the money and then pay us for the papers, and you get to keep the difference. And if those guys didn't pay, you know, if you go and find people not paying you, guess whose pocket it was out of? Mine, not the currents. Right. I had to pay for the papers. I did the same thing when I was. Uh... Right. But nobody called me an employee of the current, right? Nobody called me. And, and, and an Uber driver, all they're saying is, look, I'm going to use this app. And it's going to connect me to the guy who needs a ride and my car, and they're going to process the payment. That's all they're doing. It's so much less than a paper boy. It's not even ridiculous. The other thing, the gentleman brought up the part about uh, a paper boy wasn't driving a car. Well, when I was getting the Hartford Current- I was driving a car when I was in high school, driving around. Well, you know, the paper paper wasn't a boy. There was a gentleman for a while and a lady for a while. They were driving a car, and they were just throwing it out the window we, on my driveway. My brother and I were driving cars. So by the time we became 16, old enough to drive a car, I'm tooling around in the old Chevy Nova and uh, with papers in, this, in the trunk, and we were doing six paper routes. Um, we had paper routes that were too far away to ride a bike. We rode our bikes for a long time. But when we became 16 years old, I'm driving a car. So I'm, I'm just as evil as the Amazon delivery guys. You Look out. I'm a current paper today. boy. you got to be 17. Look <laughs> out. I'm a current paper boy driving my car. Wait, guys, it's my responsibility. It wouldn't be the current's responsibility if I got in an accident. I have insurance. I would as an insured driver. It's not the current's fault if I happen to have an accident or running over a mailbox. Who's paying for that? The current? No, I am. <laughs> Right? Thankfully, I'd never ran over a mailbox. Um, and those papers were heavy when they actually were stuffing them. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. Sunday paper was brutal. Oh, you're not kidding. Oh. Then they I would have these specials every now and again. Thanksgiving? Oh, oh forget it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can remember Thanksgiving. In the snow, too. And you think about oh, flipping. yeah. 
But well, again, I'm not a, I wasn't a Hartford Current employee. I was delivering papers up in Maine, and believe me, the snow season was long right. and cold. But I would bet you, I'm not going to say it, dollars to donuts, that those people at the Hartford Current would write that the Uber drivers are employees all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm going to step up for a quick break. We got Tom, Terry, and Bill on the line. Right, right, um, Matt, take a quick break here. Does that make sense? And uh, get back to your calls. One line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock, and everything we're going to talk about today is going to be posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com by Mike G. He does a great job. So if you missed a link or any of the articles we talked about and you want to go review them, they're out there for you. And any of the uh, solutions that we put out for people um, we'll be out there as well. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Terry in Falls Village. Hey, Terry, what's up? Hi. Um, long-time listener and caller. Oh, great. You've helped me out many times. Oh, thank you. Um, I have a problem. Um, um, our computer uh, has been kind of slow lately, mm-hmm. and um, I have mal- mal- Malware Bytes Premium, mm-hmm. so I went to do a manual scan. I have it on automatic, so it scans all the time and everything. Yeah. But uh, I put it on manual scan, and um, it went as far as the second step. Um, it did the check for updates, and then um, it's on pre-scan operations, and it's been there since last night. Hmm. I, did, I started this last night. And when I go on the dashboard, it says, awesome, you're protected, and all of my... Um, all the items are checked off in green, the web protection, exploit, malware, and ransomware. Yeah. So, and, but it's not um, scanning. You're stuck. It's stuck on something, huh? Yeah. It says updates applying at the bottom. Mm. What kind of uh, internet uh, do you have there, Terry? Um, I have Frontier. Okay. Which isn't the greatest. No. You don't need a lot of bandwidth, <laughs> um, but you do need some. Uh, I'm guessing then maybe that there's some problem with your maybe your internet. Have you done a speed test to see if you're running uh, even at the one or two megabytes that Frontier will give you? No, I haven't done that yet, no. Some, so do a speed test and just okay. see. You may want to cancel whatever you're doing with that little scan or the update. You can cancel that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do a, do a speed test, and you know maybe you'll find that your internet speed is in the, in the, in the Ks. You could be at 300K or less than a megabit because it's surely running very slowly. Yeah. And yeah. you might have a problem with your service. That's what I'm guessing. What do you think, Bob? Well, I'd say first reboot your computer, see if it improves, and if that doesn't work, reboot reboot your router. Yeah, router modems and stuff like that. Yeah, you can do that too. But how do you reboot your router? Uh, Unplug it. We call it power cycling, and my kids always look at me like, "What do you mean, Dad? Power cycling? I mean, turn it off and turn it on." Oh, I've I've done that. I've turned it off and turned it on, and it seems like it's still. It comes when I when I um, go to bring it up. It comes right up to where I where it left off last night or the previous time i had it on scanning wise yeah pre-scan operations oh so cancel that pre-scan operation you may have to go into uh uh, bring up a task manager and kill the task oh okay okay i'll try that but uh i would check your speed see where you really stand um and that's that's all i can tell you so far to see where your problem lies but you're you're green um but your internet is really bad really bad, um, then you're going to be really slow like you're describing. How old is the yeah. machine? Um, it's only a couple years old. Okay. So I-5, I-3? Pardon me? Is it I-5, I-3, I-7? It's an I-5. Nice. All right. So it's plenty of processing power. Right. 
Right. Uh, so. um, the other thing is, I uh, about a week ago, I got a call, and I think it was a scam, and I didn't fall for it, but I just wanted to um, mention it. Um, mm-hmm. A company called and said that they had charged $299 to my credit card for um, computer um, helping out on your computer. Mm. And um, they gave a number to call, and also you could hit nine, which I didn't do either one. I wrote down the number. Yeah. I don't know if you want. No, I don't. Um, did, did you check your credit card to see if somebody did do that? Did you check I your credit card? I did check it, and then it hasn't been done. And right. the only only thing we have is the malware bytes. Right. So what's happening there? It's another scam. They're going to say, you're going to call and say, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're going to say, oh, well, let's check this out. And then they're going to have you connect to them, and then they're going to start scamming you. That's what I figured. Yeah, but um, if you just have your check your credit card and make sure nothing was billed. No one's going to yeah. call you and say, hey, I billed you. Yeah. Right? That's I, the most I, crazy I thing. Our, I checked my um, my bank account and yeah. everything, and everything's fine. Okay, so you're, it's probably, so, it sounds like a scam to me. Scam. Yeah. Okay, I thought I'd mention it for other people in case... Yeah, generally, the, generally they're all scams. You get a call from the IRS, it's a scam. Oh, yeah, Anything in your email is a scam. You almost got to be careful now for these free Starbucks cards and stuff and Amazon uh-huh. gift cards. Uh, these emails that say, hey, you fill out a survey and you might get these things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of scams going on where you click on those buttons and you're delivering malware to your to your uh, machine. So okay. I wouldn't even fall for those anymore. Don't even, even if they're legitimate, I wouldn't do them anymore. Okay. Um, now, now, what if this um, doesn't help any of the things you suggested doesn't help? It's, should I... Call Malwarebytes Premium. Or oh, as far something? as your performance on your computer. Uh, well, or the scan? I don't know if it's that or whether there's something wrong with the malware. I would uninstall Malwarebytes and reinstall it. Oh, and it'll. I that should clear that. up. That should clear up the the program if it's okay. the program. Okay. That's and then if that doesn't work, work, yeah, then if that doesn't work, there's something wrong with your machine. Okay. Okay. Everything else works. I mean, we can go to the web every website except that it's slow getting there right do a speed test i bet you it's really bad okay all right all right terry okay well thank you you're welcome okay all right bye-bye, now. bye-bye all right let's go on to next is tom and ellington what's going on tom tom right. you there hey y- yeah did you say ellington i'm in harwinton ah uh, well he wrote matt wrote ellington i don't know uh, we don't pay him by the letter yeah okay <laughs> hey um would configuring open dns on your pc cause websites to load more slowly? Nope. Always faster. Always faster. Okay. So two weeks ago, I called you. I talked to you and Bob. I was having two problems. One, Mm -hmm. I was getting a server not found, and when I refreshed the page, it would always come back up. And the other one was I was an administrator on a uh, website, and I was getting logged off after one, two, or three days. Right. You wanted to force that connection all the time. Now. Yeah. Eric was very upset. I was. And I felt bad. Yeah, you, you asked me if I was using OpenDNS. Right. I sheepishly said no, and you went, ah! So, <laughs> so now you're on, using it. On Monday, I yeah. configured OpenDNS. Good. Now, it's been five days, and I haven't been logged out of the website where I'm an administrator. So well, it good. looks like this is working. You're welcome. Okay. You can send Thank a check, you. too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's worth every penny I pay. <laughs> Now, the other problem is I'm still getting that server not found, and it only happens about 5% of the time. Okay, so we thought it was a DNS issue. We thought we – issue. What do I put the accent on the syllable? Uh, We thought it was a DNS issue. Um, So by using OpenDNS, you've eliminated that. So it's your web – that website's got a problem uh, with its DNS. All websites? Yeah, 
the getting logged off was only on a form that I was on. Right. The the website not found or can't find server, whatever it's saying. Yeah. That's happening any place. Okay. It well, only happens five percent at a time. Well, it's not a DNS issue because now you're using a different DNS. So Correct. our thought. What do you think it is? Uh, bad internet service. Hmm. And what do you have I got for speed? Charter, yeah. Um, I've got. Oh, 75 meg download. That's plenty. That's plenty and of about bandwidth. 12 upload. That's all plenty. So your bandwidth purchase that you have for Charter is fine. What, how are you connecting your computer, Tom? Is it hardwired or wireless? Um, it's hardwired. Hardwired. So you're yeah, getting all connect- the benefits of, of your internet service. Yeah, I've done speed tests and it's 75. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, hmm. I'm just curious. Like, well, I'm curious too. Uh, that shouldn't be the case, right? So you should, I mean, if it's a small, minor, occasional thing, but you shouldn't even have that. Uh, I never with, did. Yeah, you've changed your DNS, so it's not that anymore. Your internet service is, so- is solid. Your connection is solid. Yep. Um, what version of operating system do you have? Uh, it's the latest updated Windows 10. Hmm. I'm not sure the number, but I... No, no, that's updated. fine. So you're up to date on Windows 10. Yeah, up to date on Firefox. So up as, to date on Chrome. as the click and clack Tappet brothers would say, you've stumped the chumps. We don't know... <laughs> What did Bob, I win? Do, you, hang on, do you have an idea, Bob? Yeah, I would uh, try to uh, do a uh, reset your IP stack. Okay. What the heck does that mean? I'm not sure where he's going so either. So what you need to do is, is, is open it... up an administrative command prompt. Do you know how to do that? Nope. So you type in under the search, Charlie Michael David, CMD. CMD, okay. All right, and it, it'll bring you up a, like a little black icon. You right-click on that and choose Run as Administrator. Yeah, you're going to right-click. That's the key is to choose to Run as Administrator. Right. Okay. So it'll open up a black box that'll say uh, Administrator colon Command Prompt. Right. Okay, and in that, you're going to type in N-E-T-S-H space Winsock, W-I-N-S-O-C-K. Space reset, and you have press enter, so it'll reset your IP stack, and then you're going to need to reboot your computer. That may fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, we're not really sure. We will post a link for that because I'm not writing this down, and I'm never going to remember <laughs> that. Yeah, we'll try to find a link for something like that to how to how to refresh your stack there. And uh, you can always listen to the podcast again. Listen to yourself. Come, oh, you that's know. true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So we got to go, Tom. So hopefully that'll help okay. you. But you've done everything correctly. It's configured correctly. Um, we're out of ideas besides that. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tom. Well, now I got open DNS. You All guys right. Can sleep well at night. I'm feeling much better for you, Tom. <laughs> okay. All right. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Bye bye. We're going to be here till eleven, guys. So stick around. Two lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. If you've got opinion on how California is helping the Uber drivers by making them employees, give me a ring. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 